title of the message is Put It in the Hands of Jesus. Put it in the hands of Jesus. I want to talk, uh, you know, practical talk about persistent problems and really trusting in God. To come to a place of absolute trust in the Lord. When I was pastoring, you know, you try to gather in the, the sheep, try to keep them there. And um, it was a miserable life, really. <laughs> you know, because some people you just can't herd. You, you know, they just don't want to come or stay, you know. And the ones that are faithful, they seem to, to take off. All this stuff, what I'm trying to say is that you need to trust God with people. You know, just it's God's church. You're his life. You belong to him. You know, in our life, we just need to trust him. Just put it in the hand of Jesus. If you've got a persistent problem, you need to let it go and put it in his hand. Make a choice. Just put it in his hand. Turn, Turn to your neighbor and say, just put it in his hand and leave it there. John chapter 2, verse 1, they were having a wedding. They invited Jesus to a wedding. Praise God. You know, you're asking for a miracle when you invite Jesus to come along. But there was a problem. They were running out of wine. And in their culture, it would bring great shame on the couple who were getting married. Shame, terrible shame. They're running out of... So it says, On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, all right, they weren't running out, they ran out, nothing there. The mother of Jesus said to Jesus, They have no wine. She took the problem and gave it to Jesus. They got no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. And I believe when she said that, she walked away and left the problem with him. Whatever, servants, come here. Whatever Jesus says to you, you do it. It's not my problem. See ya. Why don't you just leave your problem with Jesus? Now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. So I don't know. I'm not very good on conversions, but say 30 gallons is about 90 litres, something like that. 
Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. Amen. Jesus did a miracle. But thank God for his mother who just... We've got a huge problem. Jesus, you take care of it. Amen. Take your problem, leave it with Jesus. Lord, if you don't do anything, nothing's happening. Praise God. So, cast your burden on the Lord. We read in Psalm 55, 22, Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Amen. When you cast your burden on the Lord, put your faith in him and be tenacious. You know what tenacious means? Be strong, be bold and persevere and keep going in your faith. Sometimes God will allow things to happen to test your faith. Like the alarm. Sometimes God will allow things to happen to test your faith. Simon, Simon, Jesus said, Satan has demanded to have you to sift your faith like wheat, to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. So sometimes Satan will come in and begin to sift you, sift you. But I pray that your faith may not fail. So sometimes we go through things and... You've got to have a tenacious, a bold faith. In the New Testament, sometimes God, Jesus allowed people's faith to be tested. Anyone had their faith tested? About 99%. <clears throat> Mark 7.25, there was a woman, a Greek woman, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking Jesus to cast the demon out of her daughter. She kept asking him. You know, I know that there are people who come into the meeting and they get prayer once, they ask once, nothing happens, and they go home mad. <laughs> but this woman, she kept asking, let your faith be tenacious. Turn to your neighbour and say, have some backbone. And Jesus said to her, but Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she answered and said to him, yes, Lord. Wow. The rich man in hell looked up to Abraham, had a bit of discussion, and Abraham said, you know, 
that it wouldn't do any good to raise the dead and send the dead to his brothers to preach to them. And he said, no, but. See, people in hell say no. But this woman said, yes, Lord. See? She knew how. She knew how to stay in faith and please the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs, the puppies, under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, for this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. See that tenacity of faith that Mary, the mother of Jesus, had in, with the wine, and now this, this mother of a demonized girl, she wouldn't let him go. I will not let you go unless you bless me. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't let go. Hang on for the ride. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When there is no change, when there is no change in whatever you're praying about, keep trusting. Keep trusting. He's in control. He's in control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, uh, with Jem, Jesus Encounters Ministries, with Jem, we're doing so many meetings. We go, you know, one, like last weekend, we're in Wellington. The weekend before that, in Auckland. Next weekend is online. The weekend after that, we're in Kuala Lumpur. The weekend after that, we're in Hong Kong. Then we're in Perth. And then we, I think, I don't know, we're in Melbourne, I think, Brisbane, I think. And then we're in LA, Arizona, and it just keeps going. And we don't have time to think about who's doing what and so on. We just, we just rent a venue. We don't do any any paid advertising normally, and we just go, and we trust God that he'll fill the place. <laughs> Amen? We just, Lord, you take care of it. We just go and obey you, and, and, and it's amazing, you know? Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to KL. We've never been to Kuala Lumpur, and we've got about 500 registrations, but we're working with a church, so I don't know where they're all fitting, you know? Um, just go. Just trust him. Turn to your name and say, just trust him. The worst that can happen is you fail. The best that can happen is you succeed gloriously in him. Amen? <laughs> you know, I was in a little Aboriginal church in Condobolin, New South Wales, years ago, and uh, I had this habit, not a bad habit, but I had this, this habit, before the meeting, I'd wait on God, I had a little notebook, and write down the words of knowledge of the people that he wanted me to pray for in the meeting, right? So, I'm, I'm, and the glory of God came into this little church. We were 20 to 30 people. It was amazing, you know. Um, the whole place filled with perfume. And uh, God just moved in power. It was just awesome. All sorts of things happened. So I'm, I'm waiting on God for my words of knowledge. And he said to me, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, you're going to send me into a meeting and I'm not going to know what's going on. That's right. <laughs> Why would you do that, Lord? <laughs> I'm just going to walk in and have no idea. That's right, Mark. I want you to seek my glory before the meetings. 
And so I'm like, oh, God. Because so, <laughs> I was so used to have my little notebook, you know. And, um, but just to walk into a meeting, and I've been doing it for years now. You know, I don't come in prepared. I don't know. Normally I have no idea. And we just come in and, you know, I don't know who's going to share. I don't know what's going to happen. But it's okay. I'm, I'm happy now, you know. Like, just trust God. It's his meeting. Hand it over to him. Amen. So, you know, some of you have got all your life planned out, you know. Turn to your neighbour and say, stop planning. (laughs) Do not rely on your own insight, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Stop planning. You know, your natural mind, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and I don't have time to talk to God because I'm too busy. Let it go. Let him take over. Amen. And, you know, the negative things that happen for those who believe on the Lord Jesus and love him, he allows to bless you, to bless you. Yet the flesh wants to scream and say, no, I don't like this, it's painful, you know, and your flesh is fighting it, you know. Instead, you should realise that God allows things, even things that come from hell itself, like Job, you know, because he wants to promote you, to exalt you, to bless you, to give you a testimony. So we're 2019. You know, the ministry is taking off, taking off. We, we just uh, booked uh, a venue in California to seat 700 people. And, you know, it's going off. And then we arrive, you know, we're going to do this big meeting in, in Lindsay, California or somewhere. And COVID hits. You heard about COVID? And we had a nine-week program, all the team... Flights already paid for, non-refundable, nine weeks. And Joe here, you want to stand up, Joe? Joe here, come over here on the camera, bro. So, so what did you do? I flew over. From where? New Zealand to LA, was it? Yeah. yeah. And hopped off the plane, and as I was pulling my baggage out of the top compartment, Mark rang and said, um... Everything's locked down. The, the tour's off. So I hopped back on the plane and flew all the way back to New Zealand. <laughs> Twice across the Pacific and... It was first class, wasn't it? No, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, I felt the Lord when I was flying back was pleased that I was prepared to go, you know. So. Amen. Bless you, Joe. So we were there five days. And uh, did some house meetings, and we had a couple of house meetings, and, and we went home. And, uh, but, you know, um, so I had a couple of weeks off, relaxed, woke up one morning, had this thought, let's do Zoom. Let's do Zoom. And, you know, for Jim, COVID was a significant advancement for the ministry, we preached to thousands online. God did mighty miracles. You can watch them. 
just incredible. God created an instant team. So I thought, I thought we need some people to help us. You know, we call them prayer helpers. So I thought, we need some people to help us. So uh, I can't remember how we did it, but God gave us some idea or something. And I put it out there, Facebook or something. If you want to help, we're going to pray for people online. Instantly, we had 160 volunteers, just like that. And my daughter, Sarah, was uh, freaking out because I said, oh, we've got 160 applicants or something or, or more. I'll tell you what, you're in charge. <laughs> and, um, and so God created a beautiful team of people, you know, and uh, around the world and they come and serve and help us, you know. But, you know, we could have gone, oh, what a disaster, COVID, you know. We could have gone, this is the end of us. And people said to me, oh, must have been very difficult, you know. But no. Well, there were challenges. I, I don't like technology, even though I've got all this stuff. But, um, but many people were touched. And we, we still do these online meetings, you know. So the things that you think, you, your natural mind thinks is negative, God may allow for your blessing. You know, you need to have your noggin renewed, you know. You need your, your mind renewed. Turn to your neighbour and say, please, stop whinging. <laughs> so when there's, when there's persistent problems, just trust him. Psalm 9.9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And those who know your name will, will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. When you're going through persistent problems, difficult problems, make joy your aim. Don't let the devil steal your joy. I know you might feel plastered like you've just been run over by a semi-trailer, uh, semi-truck, and, you know, you might feel terrible, but keep your eyes on joy. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Keep rejoicing, you know. You might feel terrible in the morning. Get up, lift your hands to the Lord and say, Praise God, praise God, praise God. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. That means up and down, rejoice. Amen. Because, you know, rejoicing and praising God is a form of trust, you know. And, you know, if you rejoice and praise him in your problems, it's amazing how God will move on behalf of those who will rejoice in him. <clears throat> Habakkuk 3.17, some of you could be able to quote it. Though the fig tree does not blossom and there's no fruit on the vines, Though the labour of the olive may fail and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the field, from the fold, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, there be no herd in the stalls, you know, total barrenness, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high heels. Hallelujah. Not heels, hills. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, look, mate, keep your joy. Yeah. 
Keep your joy. You know, uh, you can watch some of our YouTube clips. You know, people who are absolutely miserable, they've got their sign, I'm depressed, and you pray for them, and they just get drunk with laughter. They're just laughing their heads off. It's just awesome to watch. You know, the devil wants to steal your joy. You know, stop worrying. Stop being anxious about things. Keep your joy. Praise God. Joy is a grace. It's also a choice. God does his part, pours down his grace of joy, but you have to do your part and focus on rejoicing in the Lord. Amen? You know, his ways are higher than our ways. You know, in 1 Corinthians 1.25, the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Um, there's a guy on our team, Mark, and he, he lives in Sydney and he's quite, I don't know if he does bodybuilding or what, but he's, you know, he's an elect, I think he's an electrician as well, you know, and in the ride meeting, the power of God comes on him and he's smacked to the floor and he's pinned to the floor and he's rippling with muscles, you know. I say, come on, Mark, just get up. And, he, and he's really trying, you know, and, he, and he, just, he just can't get up. Come on, Mark, get up. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's someone stronger than you. There's someone smarter than you. So trust him. What's his name? Jesus. Amen. And how God anointed Jesus with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Amen. The Bible says that the Lord knows that your thoughts are useless. Futile. I looked it up. It means useless, utterly incapable of achieving anything. So you've got to, you know, I'm serious. If you could just take it on board, don't trust yourself. Don't trust your own ideas. Put your trust in him. Meditate and wait on the Lord in the word of God until he speaks. His ideas will come. He's smarter than you. Trust him. Amen. Why would you want to live your life planning it yourself? Why don't you let him be Lord? Give him the steering wheel. All right, guys. Get, imagine you're getting in your car, right? You're getting in on the wrong side. You've got to get in on the passenger side, right? So you're all getting in the passenger side, and then Jesus opens the door and gets in the driver's side, and then you say to him, where are we going? And that's your life. Where are we going, Lord? Let him drive the car. And when he takes off in the opposite direction you want to go to, stop screaming and whinging and moaning. <laughs> Amen? No, Lord. And also, his timing is perfect. We're talking to James and Helen, and when, when I was with them, and the Lord said, November 25th, you'll be married. His timing is perfect, amen? Your faith is based on the word of God and not on immediate answer to prayer. 
your faith is based on the word of God and not on the satisfaction of answered prayer. An immature faith needs to be satisfied right away. A mature faith presses in with joy and thanksgiving. Stay focused. Amen. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who? Diligently. Everyone say diligently. Tap your neighbor and say, are you awake? (laughs) Diligently seek him. Amen. When you're going through stuff, pray instead of worrying. Be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and mind in the knowledge and love of God in Christ Jesus. How do you pray? Stop worrying. In everything, give thanks. Okay? So who's got a problem? Lift your hand. Anyone got a problem in the room? Okay, lift your hand. Now begin to give him thanks. Come on, I can't even hear you. Thank you, Lord, that you're healing me now. Thank you, Lord, that you're delivering me now. Thank you, Lord, that you're saving me now. Thank you, Father, that I'm no longer in condemnation. Thank you, Lord, that I am righteous in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that I am justified. Thank you, Lord, that you silence the enemy of accusation. Thank you, Lord God, that you're blessing my marriage. Thank you, Lord, that you're blessing my children. Thank you, Lord, that you're blessing my grandchildren. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do in the future. We just give you praise and and really. So talk to me about thanking God in your problem. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And while I've got you here, I say don't let the sorrows and the failures of the past rob you of the blessings of tomorrow. Amen. Amen. My son's got uh, thank him brain tumour, and I thank him that healing's coming for him. When? Now. <laughs> now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Faith never is tomorrow. That's the manifestation. If your faith is tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. All right? Amen? Who else is thanking God? Thank you, Lord, for my future is in your hands. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you are healing me now. Thank you. Uh, what's wrong with you? Um, I have a mitra heart valve regurgitation. Oh, that's the power of God on it. Come on. Praise the Lord. Someone say praise God. Where's my catcher gone? Can I have just any catcher? Thank you, Lord. That's the power of God going through. That's the power of God going through your heart. Power of God going through your heart. Power of God going through your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That's the Lord healing your heart, healing your heart, healing your heart, healing your heart. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. It's healed. It's healed. Thank you, Lord, that you're healing me from my gallstones now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a stronger anointing, Father. Thank you, Lord. That's the power of God coming on you. That's the power of God coming on you, sister. It's the power of God coming on you. That stronger anointing that you're thanking him for. What do you feel happening? 
Uh, just I felt <laughs> I felt, <laughs> felt the anointing. I felt the anointing all night. It's been beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sorry about no catcher. <laughs> he didn't do a very good job the second time. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Someone say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What are you thanking God for? I'm um, thanking God for the um, provision of an, a home by Friday. Amen. He promised he's never late. So I'm just saying, okay, Lord, it's in your hands. Who else? Thanking God for healing my son. Um, we're testing for ADHD, and I'm believing for his healing now. So how does ADHD affect him? He's hyperactive, um, so he's just spinning, running around, can't sit still um, constantly. Um, it also affects his brain, so the way that um, he thinks and perceives certain things. So what's your prayer of thanksgiving? Um, for, for Jesus healing my son tonight, right now. God will meet you in your joy. God will meet you in your joy. You thank him and praise him and God will meet you in your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Power of God's on the boy's mind. Power of God's on his mind. The Lord's rewiring, reorganizing, realigning the mind. His sensory capacity is under the power of Jesus Christ, under the power of Jesus Christ. When I'm preaching, I'm not just talking to you. I'm telling you the truth of the Word of God. I thank the Lord that he's healing my mind. Amen. And you know when you thank him and nothing happens, keep thanking him. Keep thanking him. Thanking is a way of breaking through spiritual barriers. Thank you, Lord, for the healing, for the blood. Take away our sins. I believe for the healing, Lord. Thank you. Oh, you're thankful for something. I am. I'm very thankful. Thank you, Lord, for just healing my knees, Father, to give them new strength. And... Oh, that's the power I got on your knees. Come on. <laughs> I might have a dance. Off you go. Off you go. Yep. That's enough. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Thanks. Is this a timid lane or what? No way. Come on. <laughs> We'll get up. Sorry. Yes. How's that? Yeah, awesome. The it's great. Awesome. <laughs> just, just, I just, uh, just praise the Lord, and I. Suggest- what was wrong with your knees? I don't know, man. It was just. I think. I think it was. Uh, oh, I can't remember the various terms for them, but it was some injury I'd received years ago. Twisted the knee, and it was just held on, you know, for, for all this time. And well, is it? It just slowed me down, you know. It's um, and show us now what's what's happened. Well, it's, uh, it's just time to bounce. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so you know, you thank God before your healing. That's faith. Now praise Him after it. Yes, praise Him. Go on, lift your hands to Him. Oh, Get in. Yes, Lord, you're amazing. We just thank you so much, Father. We can look to you and trust in you for all, all our needs, Lord. Your love is something so overwhelming, Father. It's hard to just appreciate, just to uh, verbalize it because it's so so awesome. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Uh, I just feel directed by the Lord. The camera guy has to be quick. Come on, Joe. 
what are you what are you thanking God for? For a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in this room <laughs> right now. Amen. <laughs> Praise God.